What a time to be in showbiz. I have a guest here who's incredible. You'll never believe who it is. Let me get into this right now. Her name is Susan Gallagher. She's an American actress and producer, and she's known for her extensive work in film and television. Susan's acting work takes her all over the U.S., most notably NYC, for her series regular role in the popular YouTube series, Queering. She is also perhaps best known for playing Homeless Lynn in mega-hit series, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Yay! Cobra (laughs) Kai. (laughs) Woo! Some other notable credits include Marvel's Loki, Bloodline, Trem, NCIS, New Orleans, HBO's The Outsider, and Lifetime and Hallmark movies. Susan has acted opposite Tom Hiddleston, Holly Hunter, David Strathen, Scott Bakula, Kyle Chandler, and many more world-class actors. As a producer also, her production company, Little Red Productions, has written and produced several award-winning films. Whoa, baby, what a guest. Please welcome Susan Gallagher. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty impressive. Thank you very much. That means a lot. That means a lot coming from you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my. my, Oh, my. I want to get right into it. You must have tons of rough day and showbiz stories because you have so much experience and, and producing as well. I mean, let's get into it. Okay, uh, let's see. A, a, a rough day in the business. Well, um, how rough do you want to get? No, um, <laughs> I'll just I'll very? just give you give you an example of um, something very typical that happens for the, for those that, that maybe have not been in this business a long time, or maybe not in this business, and they're just watching this um, this video. I was in New Orleans for a callback. For I think it was Treme, HBO, a, a few years ago, Ooh. and um, callback call back went great. I Ubered back to the hotel, uh, to the airport. I'm uh, checked in at the airport. I'm standing in line with my carry on because I don't ever check a bag. And um, same, good call. Getting, oh yeah, totally pot, uh, light packer. So we're in line to board this plane, and I get a phone call on my cell phone. I look, and it's my Louisiana agent. So I pick it up and she says, Susan, they love you, but they want you to come back. And so this is what happens in our business. I'm getting ready to get on the plane to come back home to my family. And I just step out of line. I take my little marbles and I go back outside the airport (laughs) and I get in a taxi (laughs) and I go back to the studio and meet with the director and the producer again. And there was another producer that had arrived that wanted to meet me. And I mean, I, I got the role, but that's just a, um, you know, a typical example of what we go through and how flexible you have to be in this business. Yeah. Right. That you have to be, be able to change everything um, just within a, a, a second and, and be able to flow with that and not let that throw you. You know, I, I've been, um, I've booked a job, booked many jobs before. And for one one example, I was in uh, Tampa and I had booked a job and um, the director wanted me to wear this red Sigourney Weaver dress, this fitted dress. And, and so the costumer is out shopping for this red dress. And so I didn't hear from her. I didn't hear from her. I didn't hear from her. We were supposed to be shooting the next day. And I finally got in touch with her. She tells me that the director's girlfriend had arrived from Los Angeles and she was going to do my part. 
the costumer told me that. So, oh. you know, the disappointments are a big part of it too. But then the way I look at it and the and what I have found to be true are disappointments like that, where it, the rug is pulled out from underneath you. There's something bigger and there's something better that's coming your way, baby. So yeah. if this is your passion, because it has to be your passion in everything you, you know, breathe, feel, um, you have to love it that much and you have to love to hate it at times too, but you have to keep an attitude of gratitude for the work that, that we do get and for the opportunities, even the ones that I don't get. That was a great opportunity. I met some interesting, cool people that maybe I can work with in the future. Maybe some I don't want to work with in the future, but it's all a learning curve. And I think that, you know, having supported people around me has made a big difference. Oh, yeah. And, and, and keeping myself grounded personally rather than, you know, making my whole life about the business. You know, I do have a life, which helps to balance it out. And I think we all need to have that balance and keep ourselves grounded to be able to endure it for the long haul. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just so funny. You can go to the airport. Oh, well, I'm going on this trip now. I'm all packed. Hello. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Uber. Thank you, Lyft. <laughs> I'm laughing at your dog barking. Thank you, Uber. Thank Sorry. you, Lyft. Okay. Going there, Going to the terminal now. Oh, I'm not. Goodbye. Thank you. Walking outside. All right. Going back home. Um, it, it's true. Not giving up and staying in it because, it, you know, if something, a lot of bad luck can come along, but good luck can't come along if you're not in it. Right. That's so, so like, true. Yeah, no, but um, for me, because I'm kind of late uh, coming to the party, what what happened with me is I, I didn't really start getting into the business until my 20s after I, I got married and moved to Florida. Oh. And Florida had a lot of commercials and a lot of print work with the theme parks and everything. Oh, right. Um, yeah, and I knew an agent. And so my husband's like, do it. You should do that. Because my mother was in the entertainment business. So I think I always had a little bit of the uh, the bug for the biz. Ah. And, and so, uh, you know, I did commercials and print work and just... Not a lot of serious acting. I was taking classes, but I had two kids and my my priority was the family. And that's the way it was for me for the next 20 years, really, until my youngest left for college. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I would take the kids every year and we would go to, um, to Los Angeles for pilot season. My husband would commute every couple of weeks and it was a great experience for us. We had a blast. We lived at the Oakwood Apartments. And oh, yes. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they were in the business, so we it was a family thing for us. Um, but it was it wasn't until my son, um, well, really was probably a junior in college before I moved to New York and and started studying um, heavily and really focusing full time on my my acting career. And that's when I just totally fell in love with it, and the doors started opening. Wow. But if they did, because you had that life experience, it's like you're saying, you have to yeah. have a life, have a life, because then yes. you're not nervous to like film something and you're not green. You know, it's like, I don't know, you gave birth. Like, it's, like I mean, not, not, you know, forgetting your lines aren't so, it's not so bad after yeah. that. I imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, because we can put, our, you know, we can make it about our whole life. And I do know people and I've known people for years that 
that live and die by it. And you just can't because, and I, I've, I've been there. I've been in that desperate place of wanting the job and, sure. um, oh gosh, please hire me, please hire me. But I mean, it's stamped on your forehead, desperation, and it reads on camera. So I think the more grounded I became in, in myself, just as a woman and, and more, and the more confident I became in, uh, in my acting, the, the better all of that other stuff was. And it, it, it wasn't so much about booking the job as it was, what can I bring to this character and mm. getting into that process and enjoying the process of, of auditioning and callbacks or whatever it is, because it, it's a business of rejection. And there is so much rejection and you have to love the process and embrace that and accept that. And my acting teacher, Zena Jasper, who's changed my life many years ago, um, anytime I would complain or whine or just bellyache about something, she's like, Susan, honey, this is what you signed up for. This is it. Hmm. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, this is it. So I made a decision that I wasn't going to quit. And I think it's good to be able to look at yourself honestly and, and to know yourself. And that takes age, experience, maturity, and life, life experiences to be able to, to be introspective and um, to see where I need to grow. Because, yeah, I mean, growing, I think, as a human being also reflects in your acting and growing as an artist. So. And you're more grounded and, yeah. and um, that, that you're the magic, when we get out of the way and allow that magic to happen, that's why we do it to begin with, right? Yeah. I'm entranced. I'm, I'm entranced. I'm a, I'm a bossy mama. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, that, the, classic, the, the classic last minute audition call, though. Gotta love it. Yeah. Gotta oh, and it. it's, I mean, you know, I saw a... a something on social media yesterday, I think it was yesterday, and it said, uh, oh, great, um, uh, book a vacation, book a job. Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that too. Like, you want it, you want to book you? work as an actor? Like, yeah. make yourself completely unavailable, literally, physically and literally. Yes, um, yes, yeah. As wow. soon as you press, um, you know, purchase or whatever, and you buy that ticket, you know, right. you pay for the the hotel and uh, you know all of that. That's that's when you're going to book a job. So yes. you got to have a sense of humor, right? Yes, and no insurance, no insurance on that ticket. None. No, do not none. click that button. Do not pay that extra fifty dollars. Don't do it. You're not going to get the job. <laughs> Do you have any other any other rough days we we talk about? Oh gosh, yeah. Um, oh yes. I'll, I'll tell you. Getting... I'll tell you. A, a, how about a, cra a really crappy story? Love and this it. is this is for anybody that uh, this kids are in the business. This is a this is a mom story, a momager story. When my son oh, wow. was probably about ten years old, and um, he was on a callback for. Uh, uh, a big job. And we walked, we parked in LA, we, we parked, we were in LA and we walked inside the studio, went up to whatever floor it was. And the room was packed with moms and kids and babies and all that kind of stuff. And we smell this funky odor. And I'm like, <laughs> what is that? Right. And so, um, 
I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, there's a really, really bad dirty diaper in one of these babies. <laughs> <laughs> and so the uh, the casting assistant and I were kind of talking. I was like, yeah, it's really bad. She said, it is so disgusting. I'm going to vomit. I was like, I know it's so bad. How rude, right? <laughs> so then I just, you know, my husband, we're going over, I'm my son, not my husband, my son, we're going over his lines or whatever. And I looked down at his shoe and <gasps> there is dog poop all over the bottom of his shoe, okay? So it was us that had brought the smell in. It wasn't somebody's baby with a dirty diaper. So we go running into the bathroom. I would drag him into the ladies' room with me, and I'm trying to clean up this shoe. There's no way that I'm going to be able to do it. Throw the shoe in the trash can, and he has to put (laughs) my shoes. I go out barefooted. So he goes into this audition with my shoes on and he books the job and he works with Carlos Santana. <laughs> but that was, that was the crappiest audition ever. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. That, that is a panic because especially in a casting office, I know a lot of times they don't really want you to use the bathroom, which is right. understandable because it'll, right. it'll turn into a, you know, porta potty for God's sake. Yes. These actors. Clock fest. Now, now I'm here. Yeah especially with these actors who aren't showering. It's just, I, I couldn't only imagine what the bathroom is going to be like after that. Uh, but when so I come always, home, Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go for it. no the, the lesson is, is, uh, you know, before you go into an audition, you know, you always check your face, check your teeth, check your shoes, check the shoes. And the thing about LA, I mean, New York is much better. But L.A. has got grass, a lot of grass. And not everybody, you know, picks up after their dogs. <laughs> Watch where you step. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a panic when, I mean, you you step in it and then you come home and realize it. And you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? But to be at an audition at a casting and you may not be able to use the bathroom. What? Yeah. Well, I know. That's a loop. But, yeah. hey, he booked a job, worked with Carlos yeah. Santana. It was good luck. It, it was, it was, it was but it's, it's a crappy story though. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 you know, and another thing about this business is you can get thrown so easily right at the last minute. Oh yeah. And you just have to go with it. You this just have true. to absolutely go with it. I guess what, like ditch the plan, whatever plan you had, just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings is over prepare and then go with the flow. And I, I found for me that if I'm very um, familiar with the dialogue and I've worked, done my work and I know what I want to do and I love to play detective with the role and get in there and try to find any little nugget um, that, you know, that, that I can bring, make, make into a moment or, you know, find a moment that maybe the writer um, snuck in there. I, I love to, to do the investigative work with that. And then you just go in and throw all of the all of the the pressure and everything away and just have fun. Mm. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, because you've got all of these different um, you know, ideas in your back pocket, you know, um, that they're there if you need them. Or you may end up going in a completely different direction. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like, Depending oh, is... on what the casting director or the reader is giving you, yeah, or or what the director, um, you know, we don't we don't go into the room too much with the director. We're we're able to book everything from tape a lot of the times, but um, 
it used to throw me a little bit when I had to go into the room with the director, especially if it was a well-known director that I wanted to work with. And then once yeah. again, you get that desperation wanting that job. But um, uh, it, it used to throw me because you put pressure on yourself. And, you know, it's just a killer. So you have to figure out how to get past that. I've done that a lot. Yeah, the pressure too. indeed. Yeah. Wow. And you know, you know, you can do the job. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's in that moment where that little voice, that little negative voice sometimes creeps in there and you got to shut that little voice down yeah. and replace it and replace it with, I can do this. You know, I, I am great at this. I am prepared. They're lucky that I'm here. They're lucky to have me that I was able to even, you know, bring something to this. Yes. Right. The, the good parrot. affirmations. The bad parrot, the good parrot. I had a teacher named Alexandra Billings, and she used to say, the bad parrot that sits on your shoulders, punch it in the face. Yeah, I like and that. Then, and then it's but, gone. But you know what I, I have found in a lot of roles is, especially putting on tape, I will um, always submit two opposing takes. You probably do that too. And if it's a small um amount of dialogue I will submit three as a matter of fact I am on hold for a part in a big feature film Ooh. so everybody you know fingers toes prayers everything prayers um, fingers thank toes you. thank eyes. you yeah 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 <laughs> that's incredible. and I submitted three different takes it was two scenes mm. and I just went for it I said you know what I'm sending three they can look at them if they want and I'm on hold for it Hell yes. But you got to make sure they're opposing because sometimes I've gotten feedback, not in a while, because I've learned that they, they need to be very different. You yeah. know, they, they can't be too similar. So the energy has to be different. The point of view needs to be different. But if sometimes I will, I will have an energy and a point of view of more of uh, the nurturing parent. And then the next take, I will do the critical parent. Mm. And then maybe that third take, and I also used to, I like to do uh, either a, more of a, like for a tough lawyer or something like that, I'll do like a, a Clint Eastwood energy kind of, you oh. know, tough, still, intense. And then I'll do more of a Mel Gibson, like, you know, you don't know what I'm going to do. So <laughs> I, I like I like those little things in my back pocket and, and to do those opposing takes. So, and that one, I did the critical parent, the nurturing parent, and I did a freaking Mel Gibson. <laughs> The Mel you know. Gibson. We don't know what's yeah. going to happen with that um, one. Yeah, unpredictable. And I just use that as a, a label, you know, that, that I can very quickly go into of a more carefree, um, crazy, zany, or even fun-loving versus, you know, something more serious and intense or critical, you know? This is good info. Well, this I mean, I, you know, I wish... I, I'm not where I want to be, guys, but um, what? What, I, what I've been doing, no, seriously, uh, what I've been doing is working. So, and I'm still kicking. So maybe next time you see me. Oh, you've me, been working um, all right. Right. And I'm so grateful for it, but we, we got to keep going because the clock's ticking and I'm, you know, I got a ways to go yet. Wow. I've always felt like that. And to hear that you feel like that, that that's, yeah. that's throwing me. Well, I guess that's just what it is. It is what it is. But, um, you know, we just, all of us just have today. So yeah. we have to just take it a day at a time. 
and try to stay positive and um, grateful. Woo! So you, wow. So you had, and that's even withstanding the, the last minute airport audition, yeah. the, the poopy shoe audition. Yeah. Or Did do you, have- you get it and then you, and then they unbook you audition too. Yeah. Or they keep you on hold for two for months on, on yeah. first refusal, waiting to see if the the uh, bigger actress's schedule opens up in L.A., from L.A. Yeah. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times that has happened to wow. me and, and a lot of my friends in the Southeast. And um, people are finding out that there is serious talent in the Southeast, and uh, we're going to bring it. So... We're getting more and more opportunities, which it is about time because um, there's a lot of great, great talent. Southeast, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you know, Cobra Kai films in Atlanta. Loki shot in Atlanta. Cobra Kai shoots in Atlanta? Yeah. I thought it was California. It's set in Reseda, but... uh, But they didn't shoot in Reseda. No, they shoot in Atlanta. I thought it was for sure in... Wow. No, I think they they they've shot maybe a couple of scenes on the uh, the beach in Cal in Southern California, but no, their studio and everything is in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, because Georgia has got a fantastic tax incentive, and yeah, and in Atlanta and the surrounding um, Atlanta area is very film friendly, and just love it. And of course, Tyler Perry. Uh, yeah, had I've had the pleasure of working, um, having my first guest star role was wow. Tyler Perry. Thank you very much, T. Perry. Yeah, and uh, you know he has just done so much for the entertainment industry in yeah. Atlanta. So I mean, it it is it's booming in Atlanta. Wow. So it's giving people like me opportunities that I normally wouldn't have that always go to the L.A. actress or the New York actress just yeah. because. You know, they're from the the 310 and the 212, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yeah. The in crowd, most baby. Of, yeah, most of us have lived in both of those places, which I have and trained yeah. in both of those places, but just choose to live mainly in, uh, you know, in, a, in, a, in an area that's more affordable and... Um, and sane know. and quiet yeah. and yeah. homely yeah. and, yeah, yeah. warm... Yeah, as, uh, and not a not a uh, clean, one, not dangerous, not, not a one industry town. Even though yeah. I love Los Angeles, and and um, me too. There's a there's a lot of restaurants out there that I love, and people that I love out there. Same. But, but it is all those things, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep no, it all I, I like, in perspective. Like, yeah, it's nuanced. Everything is nuanced. Everything is nuanced. Yeah. Now, did you have any when you were producing? Where I mean, because every day producing is like a rough day in showbiz. Right. It really is. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I can't, I mean, I, I briefly tried for a second and I was like, oh my God, just the SAG paperwork is like, yeah. whew. I know. You, I don't, I don't have the, the logistical skills. I don't have the, I don't either to do this, you know, <laughs> I don't either. So I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Did you have any rough days in showbiz producing? Uh, Gosh, so many, so many. Oh. And I, I have learned. I, I mean, it is such a learning curve. Some days I'm like, you know, just, just let me be an actress. I'll hit my mark. I'll do yeah. my job and then I'll go home. But I want to challenge myself and grow <laughs> and all that BS. And um, 
but look, once I'm past it and I, I kind of have a chance to breathe and reflect and look at all of the mistakes that I made and what I should have and could have done differently, you know, it, it, it is fulfilling because I have learned a lot and I continue to learn a lot. So that kind of keeps me going that maybe I'll do it again, Ooh. but it's, you're always putting out fires yeah, and, uh, I was going to say, it's, it, uh, it's all that. It's just yeah, putting out like fires. We, it's crazy. Yeah, the season two of Queering that I'm a season, uh, series regular in, a Queering web series on YouTube, I was I came on as an associate producer, and so I didn't have an executive producer role or, or a producer role, just associate producer. But still, when you have a small budget, you're wearing every hat that you possibly need to wear. Everybody's yeah. pitching in, right? And it's a labor of love because we all believe in the project and love it so much. But um, I mean, it, it's from things like, because in, in Brooklyn is where we, we shoot, um, trying to make sure that the crew's cars are not being towed to oh. the, the, um, the, the lady's house that we're renting her kitchen to shoot in booked a jazz band the exact same time in another <laughs> room <laughs> it's performing and practicing so you're trying to film and it's like but thankfully that worked out but then um one time we were shooting on this rooftop in brooklyn and we were doing this hilarious scene and i think it's the funniest scene on the whole the whole show um where you know, we may or may not be smoking a little something up there. And there's um, there's a hip hop <laughs> band also doing a music video on the rooftop, right? So you know, and then it's raining, but you know what? It worked out. We we uh, negotiated with the band, and we're like, okay, this is what we need. What do you guys need? So they're like, you know, standing hiding in the stairwell while they let us get our shot done. And oh. we've got we've got um, volunteer crew members and PAs, their students from NYU, holding umbrellas over the camera. So the camera doesn't get wet because we don't have enough money to have like a big tent and all this stuff. But wow. we got it done, and it's the best, funniest scene in the whole thing. But but it's yes. always yeah, it's always like putting out a fire, and you got to be able to, um, you know, wear a lot of different hats, and then then go perform. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So it's always you got to expect the unexpected. Do you have any other rough days in showbiz? Any other weird? crappy auditions, crappy uh, feet auditions, <laughs> crappy sneaker auditions, last minute airport trips, uh, putting out fires as a producer. Well, I'll tell you this with Cobra Kai, it takes quite a while to transform from Susan into Lynn with the, yes. the, the, um, the hair, they back brush my hair like dreadlocks and they put dirt makeup all over me. <laughs> and and it takes quite a while to do that. And then, of course, um, I mean, they put dirt makeup, you know, in my fingernails, in between my fingers, on my feet, my legs, wow. if my legs are showing, all over my face, my neck, my chest. And then the icing on the cake, of course, is when they paint my teeth brown individually, and then they come back with a dark brown in between. So they are straight up rotten. It's wow. hilarious. Teeth, it's so, it's so, painting the teeth individually, that's gorgeous. Yeah. I, know I, just, I love how yeah. pristine and detailed that is. 
Right. But, you know, the first season, I mean, I was just so happy to have this part because it was just, I could really sink my teeth into this character. And it was so different that than anything I had ever done. I was so grateful that, that they chose me. They gave me a shot to play this crazy homeless Lynn. So, um, but after we wrapped, you know, when you're wrapped, you're still kind of in that zone, but then you're, you know, you're ready to jump in your car and start driving home. And I I couldn't even stop to go to the bathroom. I, I mean, because I did not like clean up very much. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to stop at Starbucks and get a coffee. I got a three hour drive home back up to Asheville, North Carolina from Atlanta. I mean, of course I changed clothes, but um, I, I mean, it takes a while to be able to um, unlin or delin, so that you can you can you know go into McDonald's and go to the bathroom on your drive home or whatever. Wow. So, yeah, I have learned the hard way that um, I'm not going to be able to do that as long as I look like that character. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a tough lesson. Um, yeah, but I, I survived and, and I have learned and at least now, you know, I carry a lot of wet wipes and, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the makeup artist said no this last time. Cause she knew what a hard time that, that I have getting out of this character, <laughs> just the way she looks. And she's like, no, you're coming back in here. I'm going to help you clean. And I mean, it still takes us an hour trying to get that stuff off of my face and my hands and um, wow yeah 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 that's so crazy it's, it's a dirty job but i'll do it every day of my life and be grateful for it <laughs> oh. but it's just you know it, you can you have to learn these things and um you know be able to to uh prepare for not only what you're going to be doing on set but prepare afterwards after you're wrapped okay all right what am i gonna it's just like with um with loki you know i don't know if you've seen it i don't want to give any spoilers away but i'm the lamentian homesteader on the the planet of lamentus and i i was pretty dirty and <laughs> i was pretty and there the costume was was quite um tattered but it was also fabulous she's she doesn't look as bad as lynn so it wasn't as hard. So I didn't have to, you know, plan my exit strategy for this character. But I, I do now, if I'm playing um, something where I'm going to be, my looks are going to be changing a lot. I, I try to remember and be mindful of what, what I'm going to need to do when I exit out. Oh. So I don't get arrested. I mean, one time I'm, I'm walking back from <laughs> the set at Cobra Kai and it was probably 11 o'clock at night and we're in all the trailers are in this big, huge parking lot. <laughs> couple of security guards and there was, and, and this, we used to shoot, um, the mini Mart where, uh, uh, there were homeless people living. So I, I tried the, uh, an old guy tried to pick me up oh. when, like, when I'm walking back. Oh yeah. Absolutely. See, that's how you know it works. That's yeah. how you know. Yeah, I know. I kind of liked it. I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. And he was hey. harmless. He was harmless. And, and then uh, another time I'm coming back to my little trailer and the security guard is like, no, 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 you can't go in there. No, no, no. Cause she did not know who I was. She didn't know that I was part of the cast. She thought I was a homeless woman going to go in this person's trailer. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be careful not to get arrested, you know.
I couldn't get in um, McDonald's to go to the bathroom. And then, then I had to be walked by um, a crew member, you know, to, to let them know that, that I was okay. I'm not going to go in there and, you know, <laughs> yeah, disturb start... their customers. Right. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. That, that is, because it's already like, uh, not even just physically, mentally, it's like kind of, you know, stepping back from the role and you're not, you're not in it anymore. You ever like finish doing takes and you're still in it? Like you're just still thinking, yes. oh, I did this yes. and oh, it was it. And you're just going over it, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. it takes time to like, okay, the drive home or whatever, just kind of like get out of that. But then physically right. also yeah. with it, with, with homeless limb, that's, oh, that, it takes that's three, three showers. It takes three showers. Wow. And yeah. And, and then I'm really don't feel like, you know, I'm completely clean until I do my nails because, you know, when you put dirt makeup underneath each one of your nails and stuff, oh, yeah. you can't just wash your hands and, and, and get that off because it's, it, uh, I don't know if it's alcohol based or whatever it is, but <laughs> it works good. It works. It works well, but It'll take a while. at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm so grateful to be able to slip into the skin of this, this character who plays by her own rules and yeah. is, you know, she's not a victim. She chooses to, to live the way she's living and she's nobody's fool. Mm -hmm. So that was one thing I, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't interested in, in making Lynn this victim, pathetic woman. I wanted her to be very sassy. I love and, it. Yeah. Yeah, I love like, it. Especially like with that. somebody like the character Johnny, who's like a very brash, yes. titled guy, you know, and she doesn't yeah. take any shit from him. I love no. it. You know? And I think that's why people have embraced this character is that, you know, it's interesting to watch the dynamic between Johnny and Lynn because she does stand up to him and get in his face. Yeah. And she knows that if he doesn't watch it, he could be in the gutter with her. Right, yeah. So... Maybe he knows that too. At the end of the day, in reality, let's face it, homelessness is is not a funny subject. And mm -hmm. I take that seriously and I support a couple of different homeless shelters. I have a passion for helping women, empowering women. And I, th I think it's important for us to, to remember that in reality, it's it's a very difficult life and it can be a very dangerous life for women in particular. And we need to, to try to support them. Maybe someday we'll find out what happened to this woman that brought her to this point in her life. I hope so. They, they really, that they really should. Cause let's be of, honest. A lot of fans would like to know what her backstory is because you just don't end up on the street homeless, right? No. You don't end up that way. They really should, and people would love it, and I want to know as well. Me too. Writers of Cobra Kai, <laughs> come on, baby. Listen to this. And the, the other thing that I wanted to say before we end is in that soup scene in season three, <laughs> somebody might want to ask one of the big three if there was part of that scene that was cut out. Because it may end up on deleted scenes one day. And if it does, you guys, let me just warn you, you better buckle up because Lynn brought it. <laughs> oh. So one of these days you may see more to that soup scene. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why didn't they keep it in? <laughs> All right. We got to get the Blu-ray.
what a cherry topper, the story about uh, playing that character. Um, do you have any projects coming up? I do. I Speaking of producing, I'm in post-production on an action POC, which is a proof of concept, which wow. is kind of like a, a trailer to try to pitch, called The Latency. And uh, it's directed by um, Sam Medina. And oh, yes. I've, 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 he's directed me before, and he's he's a great actor. He's actually in the Hugh Jackman film coming out, and he's Ooh. in Mark Wahlberg's film. But he's also um, getting more and more into directing. So we did this proof of concept um, because he's he's got a background in action. I mean, he was a great stuntman and actor for many, many years. So that's his world is action. And I, I had never done this kind of action. So I said, okay, we'll do it. And um it's so badass. It is yes. incredible. It is. I'm actually flying to New Orleans in the morning to morning? Um, do it tomorrow morning to do a oh. little bit of yeah to do a little bit of ADR on another feature film that he wrote, directed, and starred in called Twenty Two: The Unforgotten Soldier. It's about PT uh, veteran PTSD and su- veteran suicide. It's it's wow. just uh, you know it's an important story, and I'm honored to be part of it. So I'm going to meet with Sam on that. And then we're going to, um, strategize the, the latency we're finishing up. we I was in New York last week and finished up some ADR up there. So we're, we're ready to hit the ground running with both of those projects. And I just booked uh, the lead in a short film that's shooting in New York and Rhode Island that I just absolutely love the character. And we're supposed to be shooting that the end of October. And then, like I said, I'm, I'm on hold. Yes. This big film. But you know what, guys? I'm not going to get too excited because then you set yourself up for disappointment. If it's meant to be, it'll be. I I brought it. I, I did the three different takes, which, you know, you don't have to do that. But why? I always do two opposing hmm. takes. I always do that unless you've got eight, 10 pages of dialogue. And then you just want to make sure that you send one really, really solid one. But yeah, you know, if it's not that much dialogue, always send two opposing takes. And if it's just a little bit of dialogue, send three, because then they can see, they go, oh, I like the way she did that. You know, I mean, it just increases your, your odds, I think. That's gold right there. Do you have social media? Where can people follow you and keep up with all the short films and holds and uh, <laughs> films you have coming up. Oh, thanks. Um, okay. Let's see on Instagram. It's I am Susan Gallagher. I am Susan uh, Gallagher. Yeah. There's a homeless Lynn one too, that one of my fans <laughs> runs. It's, um, it's the, the character. I mean, we love it. We, we love they're it. Wonderful. It's, you guys are so awesome. It's just been such a blessing in my life. It truly has. Uh, and then on Facebook, I've got Susan Gallagher official. And then the fans started Cobra Kai's homeless land Facebook group. So, and wow. I engage, I engage regularly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then Twitter, I think is at Susan L Gallagher. Um, but I, I, you know, half the time, I don't know what I'm doing. So if you go, well, why did she put that like that? Just know that I'm about half clueless most of the time, but I'm trying <laughs> and I'm learning. So we we're, we'll still follow you because we want to see what you're doing. Oh, um, thank oh, you. This is, this has been fantastic, Susan. Thank you so much. I'm glad. I, thank you for doing this the day before you're about to go on a trip to ADR. Um, I, 
really, I can't thank you enough. I'm so grateful to have had you on here. I'm so um, grateful that you asked and you, it could work in your schedule too. So back at you. Susan Gallagher. <laughs> Woo! Yes.